The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Beloved, we gather for ordered worship. The liturgy, music, and homily are offered this day, this matriculation Sunday, for our gathered congregation here at Marsh Chapel, for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership around the globe at WBUR.org. We welcome your prayerful and material support, your written or emailed responses, your self-selections of forms of ministry in our midst, and as the Spirit moves, come Sunday, your presence with us in worship. We gather in the spirit of Charles Wesley, who famously sang, Unite the pair so long disjoined, knowledge and vital piety, learning and holiness combined, truth and love for all to see. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God.
we pray together. Almighty God, the fountain of all wisdom, enlightened by your Holy Spirit, those who teach and those who learn, that rejoicing in the knowledge of your truth, they may worship you and serve you from generation to generation. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. Epistle of the Hebrews, chapter 13, verses 1 through 8 and 15 through 16. Let mutual love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing that some have entertained angels without knowing it. Remember those who are in prison, as though you were in prison with them. Those who are being tortured as though you yourselves were being tortured. Let marriage be held in honor by all and kept undefiled. For God will judge fornicators and adulterers. Keep your lives free from that love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can anyone do to me? Remember your leaders, those who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Through him, let us continually offer a sacrifice of praise to God that is, the fruit of lips that confess his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. The word of the Lord.
Please join me in reading responsively verses from the 81st Psalm with the Antiphon. Sing aloud to God our strength. Shout for joy to the God of Jacob. I am the Lord your God, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people did not listen to my voice. Israel would not submit to me. So I gave them over to stuff their hearts, to follow their own counsels. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. Then I would quickly subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their foes. Those who hate the Lord would cringe before him, and their doom would last forever. I will feed you with the finest of the wheat, and with honey from the rock I would satisfy you. rise as you are able for the singing of the Gloria Patri and the reading of the Gospel. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Luke, from chapter 14, verse 1 and verses 7 through 14. On one occasion, when Jesus was going to the house of a leader of the Pharisees to eat a meal on the Sabbath, they were watching him closely. When he noticed how the guests chose the places of honor, he told them a parable. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not sit down at the place of honor in case someone more distinguished than you has been invited by your host. And the host who invited both of you may come to you and say, give this person your place. And then in disgrace, you would start to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit down in the lowest place, so that when your host comes to you, he may say to you, friend, move up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, 
and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Jesus said also to the one who had invited him, when you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or your rich neighbors in case they may invite you in return and you would be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. We pause for a moment of conversation with those who are newest among us. Oh, others and all others, please listen in. In the hearing of the dominical teaching about humility and generosity read a moment ago, we find our gospel announcement today particularly, not exclusively, but especially for the class of 2017. We say a word, a personal word, a word of welcome to you on this rainy Sunday morning. It reminds us of the old hymn, "'Tis a gift to be loving, "'tis the best gift of all. "'Like a gentle rain, love blesses as it falls. "'And when we find ourselves in the place just right, "'it will be in a valley of love and delight. "'When true, simplicity is gain. "'To bow and to bend, we shan't be ashamed. "'To turn, turn will be our delight till by turning turning we come round right we welcome you especially if you've come from farther away especially if you've come from those places that are rather farther from the sea coast many of us come from freshwater lakes and plains and places where the salt sea breeze is far less common you are blessed, then, to be so close to the ocean and the ocean view. Take a day, one, one day a month, for every month of every year that you are here. Once a month, promise yourself, I will go north or south and walk the sandy beaches of the Atlantic coast. I'll never be so close, many of you will say, and I'll take one day and walk along. You have the gift of not being trapped in habit. Habit has not, for those of you who come from points of fresh water and plains, habit has not yet dulled your ear to the great rolling of the surf, not blinded your eye to the beauty of the troughs and peaks of its tide, has not muted the praise that you can give for this great ocean view along the coast here. One day you may go to Salisbury, one day up into Maine, one day to the south, one day you may find yourself in Hyannisport. There you'll find a memorial to our president, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, whose death we will mark some 50 years later later this autumn, this November. 
There is a beautiful circular marble memorial in front of the ocean, that same salt breeze, and a simple saying. I believe that America should, should set sail and not lie still in the harbor. We believe that you should set sail and not lie still in the harbor. Take that one day a month in the, in the months and the years to come. We hope and pray those gathered among you and with you today, class of 2017, that the sails of your frigate, your ship, the mainsail and the jib and the spinnaker and all will be filled with ruach, with the spirit, the breath of God, particularly in two special ways named today in the reading of Holy Scripture. This, after all, at Marsh Chapel and in religious life and here at Boston University is our calling, our service among you. That is, first, we trust that the breath of the divine carrying you along will be filled with a sense of mystery, with a sense of mystery, with a sense of wonder, with a remembrance, as Chesterton said, that the world does not lack for wonders, but only for a sense of wonder. May that salt sea breeze carrying a sense of wonder carry you forward. There are many others here to help you, six university chaplains, 22 campus ministers, two dozen religious life groups, the leadership of the university, the president's office, the dean of students' office, all here, 16 worship services in this building every week, 2,500 people using it every week. Sometimes, though, I think the best thing we do in religious life is nothing. That is, we open the door and we provide the chapel and people come in and sit. Maybe they're praying, perhaps they're studying, sometimes they're sleeping, but the best thing we offer is a place to be in a sense of wonder, of the expanse. As Erasim Kohak once said, the embers and the stars all about us. We had a Jewish student who some years ago at a party said famously, memorably, I've been involved in religious life because I want to make sure that my memories of college are not disconnected from my tradition, my faith, my family, what I hold most dear. Once at Yale at a meeting, a professor, famous professor there, came and asked me about a religious life group on campus that he hadn't heard of. He was concerned. He had grown up and taught his children to be a certain de denomination, and his daughters had gone to another. And when I explained to him the role and value of this other group, he was reassured. But I asked him, why is she attending? And he said, she found there in this fellowship a group of people, young women and men, who were interested, as she was, in a balanced, healthy life. Maybe, maybe a little bit of adventure, but also a little measure of prudence. We want you to go from this place some years, four years later, filled with a sense of mystery and abiding appreciation of and for wonder. May you maximize mystery and history and minimize, wherever you can, debt and regret. You know, 10 years ago, the national level of student debt was $204 billion. Today, that's 
$1.8 trillion. Now, investment is good, especially in good things like education, but we need to be careful, don't we, about how much debt we carry forward. Likewise with regret. Few of us get through life without a few moments that we wish we had done differently when that radar of, we can call it conscience, went off and mostly we listened and sometime we didn't. That's part of being human. But we want to help minimize the level of regret. We trust that the boat upon which you're sailing is going to be filled in its full to its full with the breath of God and a sense of mystery. We also, in the spirit of Luke 14 and its emphasis on humility and generosity, hope and trust that your sails will be full of a growing appreciation for history. The historians, the professors of history in our midst would celebrate and affirm such that you come after many others before you and it's wonderful all the way back to the founding of the university in 1839 by John Dempster, a Methodist preacher, and its 10 presidents since 1869, Warren and Huntington and Merlin and Marsh and Case and Chris Janer and Silver and Wessling and Cobanian and today President Robert A. Brown. You know that you come in a, a lineage, a sense of history. Boston University is a place that understand its, understands itself by who it is included over the years, not by who it has excluded, but by who it has included. This is your name in history. Children of the poor, children of the working poor, children of immigrants, children of former slaves, children of people of color, children of religious traditions when it wasn't always easy to do so for some, children of women and today in our age, those who are connected with families, otherwise abled, gay and lesbian families, and especially the internationals among us. We have particular things for you today. We are here imbued with a certain history, and we trust that your sails will be full of that sense of history as this past week when remember, we remembered our famous alumnus Martin Luther King, whose monument greets you today. We remembered him last Sunday. We remembered him on Wednesday. We remembered him, many of us who traveled uh, to Washington this past week. He dreamed of a day on the Red Hills of Georgia when the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slaveholders would sit down at a table of brotherhood. King, a preacher. King, a personalist. King, a prophet able to combine a capacity for solidarity to a cause with a capacity for community into a future. We trust that your sails will be full with a sense of abiding history and an appreciation thereof and thereby. That is, we trust and hope that as these years go by and as you take your monthly walk down to the seacoast and see the tide and hear its crash, you will be imbued more deeply and more fully by that great deep with a sense of mystery and a sense of history. We had some time ago a teacher here by the name of Harold Beck who remembered one day when a 95-year-old graduate had returned to the school and the graduate was 
asked to say a word right at this pulpit and Beck feared for the length of the comments this 95-year-old might make. You know, when you're listening to a sermon as you are now, you wonder just how long is this going on? Well, it's almost finished. The man stood and said very simply, I'm grateful to my university, which set me free without setting me adrift. Four years hence, we trust that you will be set free without being set adrift. That with the Apostle Paul, you will be able to let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast what is good, love one another with mutual affection, outdo one another in showing honor, never lag in zeal, be ardent in spirit, serve the Lord, rejoice in your hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints, and practice hospitality. Class of 2017, gathered company and community one and all, let us this Lord's Day Matriculation Sunday 2013 have the spirit to set sail. Will you pray with me? Let us pray. Dear Lord, as we step forward into this new season, may we walk together, aware of those who have come before us back to 1839, and those two who lived a dream before us back in 1963. As we set foot in this new semester, a small step for each individual, but a giant one for a class of 3,800. Help us to carry with us a humble gratitude for those parents and others who helped launch us, who have guided our trajectory thus far, and who have funded our freedom here. As we walk together soon under the leaves of autumn and another year, let us say a quiet word in prayer for those in Boston who knew real loss this past April, who knew pain then and fear then, damage then and death then, here in Boston, just a few months ago, under the bright buds of springtime. As we lean in and lean forward into this open new range of experience, a year of learning, the promise, privilege, gift, joy of another year of learning, let us do so with measured steps, steps that keep the rhythm of health, follow the trail of goodness, balance the left foot of adventure with the right foot of prudence. As we sally forth, dear Lord, may we walk together, neither racing ahead nor lagging behind, but running together the race that is set before us, watching for kindness to receive and kindness to share and kindness for others during the quest for learning, virtue, and piety. Oh Lord, bless us this year, we pray, with this spirit of remembrance, gratitude, compassion, prudence, and kindness. We pray through Christ our Lord.
Amen. be seated. We welcome you here to the nave of Marsh Chapel once again on this matriculation Sunday. My name is Brother Larry Whitney and I have the privilege of serving as University Chaplain for Community Life here at Marsh Chapel. We hope that you will take a moment to participate in our ritual of friendship by putting your name and contact information in the red books found along the center aisle of each pew, passing that book along to your neighbor so that we can get to know you better and help you get to know one another better throughout the coming week. Here to make an announcement about the music department is our director of music, Dr. Scott Allen Jarrett. Good morning, everybody. So nice to see you and to welcome you back officially for the beginning of our new year. The chapel choir began this morning, had about an hour and 15 minutes of rehearsal, and off we go. Uh, if you would like to participate in music programming at Marsh Chapel, there's information in the bulletin and an email address, and we just invite you to send us a note and let us know of your interest. The Chapel Choir is an auditioned uh, ensemble that meets on Thursday nights. If you'd like to audition, come this Thursday at 6 o'clock. Let us know by email. The Thurman Choir is a non-audition, multi-generational singing opportunity at Marsh Chapel that will begin rehearsing in two Sundays. Uh, they rehearse an hour after church on Sundays. And our Gospel Choir is the Inner Strength Gospel Choir. They rehearse Sunday nights and will start up fairly soon. So if you have interest, want to know more about how you can be involved in music, at the University and at Marsh Chapel. Send us an email, let us know. We'd be very happy to greet and to meet you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Scott. 
In your bulletins, you should have received a handout listing on one side all of our first week activities. We hope that you will take a, a chance to participate in those. Particularly, we note that tomorrow we will be packing from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. We care packages and lunches provided then as well. Uh, on the back of that is our weekly Sunday schedule, uh, which begins next Sunday, September 8th, and we hope that you can participate in the various activities available there. For all of the services and activities available at Marsh Chapel throughout the semester, I hope you'll take a copy of our term book. You may have received one on the way in, and if not, be sure to grab one on the way out. Our term book uh, provides everything from uh, ministry opportunities to musical offerings and uh, will keep you abreast of goings on here at the chapel throughout the term. Following the service today, we do have a uh, luncheon, and we invite you to join us. If the rain clears up, we may be outside. Otherwise, uh, just take the stairwells downstairs for a box lunch. For those of you who will be participating in the matriculation, university matriculation up the street, uh, also feel free to stay for lunch, and we will make sure you are able to join the matriculation procession uh, from right here at the chapel. As the ushers wait upon us for the morning offering, we invite you to meditate on William Matthias setting, Let the peoples praise thee, O God. Now walk in love as Christ loves us, an offering and sacrifice to God.
We give you thanks, O God, this day for life and work and peace. Now bless these gifts and those who have given them to the work of ministry in this place and throughout the world. Amen. Jesus said, before you offer your gift, go and be reconciled. As brothers and sisters in God's family, we come together to ask our Father for forgiveness. Father, you are always present. Forgive us for not reflecting your faithfulness. Jesus, you are always self-giving. Forgive us for living for ourselves. Holy Spirit, you always lead us forward. Forgive us for holding back. May God Almighty forgive all your sins and keep you walking in love through the Spirit, for Christ's sake. Amen. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, says Jesus, there am I in the midst of them. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us share with one another a sign of peace. table before us. Nourish your people with the word of life and the bread of heaven. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give God thanks and praise. Blessed are you, Lord God, our light and our salvation. To you be glory and praise forever. From the beginning you have created all things and all your works echo the silent music of your praise. In the fullness of time, you made us in your image, the crown of all creation. You give us breath and speech that with angels and archangels and all the powers of heaven, we may find a voice to sing your praise. Holy, holy. How wonderful the work of your hands, O God. As a mother tenderly gathers her children, you embraced a people as your own. When they turned away and rebelled, your love remained steadfast. From them you raised up Jesus, our Savior, born of Mary, to be the living bread in whom all our hungers are satisfied. He offered his life for sinners, and with a love stronger than death, he opened wide his arms on the cross. On the night before he died, he came to supper with his friends, and taking bread, he gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to them and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. 
As the, at the end of supper, taking the cup of wine, he gave you thanks. He blessed it and gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Great is the mystery of faith. Father, we plead with confidence his sacrifice made once for all upon the cross. We remember his dying and rising in glory, and we rejoice that he intercedes for us at your right hand. Pour out your Holy Spirit as we bring before you these gifts of your creation. May they be for us the body and blood of your dear Son. As we eat and drink these holy things in your presence, form us in the likeness of Christ and build us into a living temple to your glory. Bring us at the last with all the saints to the vision of that eternal splendor for which you have created us, through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom, with whom, and in whom, with, who with all stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honor and glory and power be yours forever and ever. Amen. And now, with the confidence of children of God, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. God, who takes away the sin of the world, blessed are those who are called to his supper. Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but only say the word, and I shall be healed. Come, for all things are now ready. 
Let us pray. We thank you, Lord, that you have fed us in this sacrament, united us with Christ, and given us a foretaste of the heavenly banquet prepared for all peoples. Amen.
bright on you, your darkest night a star shine through, your dullest morn a radiance brew, and when dusk comes, God's hand to you. The blessing of God Almighty, Creator, Redeemer, and Sustainer be and abide with each one of us now and forever. Amen.